The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Today's Blitz Rewind starts now. The Texans just got beat by a guy called Brandon Allen. That's rough, man. I mean, if Joe Burrow were out there, I'd be like, well, you know, the kid, kid's going to be good. He's he got to get good sometime. We're a tough time to run into him. They lost to a Brandon Allen. I'm with you that the Texans don't care, but when you hear the leaders of that team talk, Deshaun Watson and and J.J. Watt, it certainly seems like they care. I would hope those two guys have higher standards than everybody else because they're your two best players. Here's what's happened, though. We talked about it. There's going to be a 10-win team probably left out in the AFC, but it also means that there's going to be an 8-8 wildcard team in the NFC, and that's just kind of meh. At least to me, the AFC, because it's been so competitive, that one's in. I'm interested. The NFC, I'm like, "Mm, okay. But I think there's some teams near the bottom of the AFC playoffs, like the Ravens, that could get hot and win a Super Bowl. Yeah. I I really believe that. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on the Blitz. Hour number three, 713-780. ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. You can also get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz in the message. Aaron will read it. Twitter, at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R, at A-J is the real. At Aaron is Blitz, that degenerates 975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. You can watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN 975. Well, you can watch A-J and Lance Zerline as I uh, broadcast from home due to contact tracing. That's some of what you missed the first two hours. What's going on, Mr. Zerline? Not much. Not much. Actually, it's funny because um, <clears throat> I forgot that you were on the air. And so when I heard the intro to this hour, I didn't have my headphones plugged in. I just It's just AJ in here, and and uh, you know I just made it back up to the station. And so when I heard the intro, I thought, well, that's weird. Why do they tape Fred's hour, th- you know, Fred's intro and play the intro Instead of AJ, just take it from the top. And I'm like, oh, crap, that's right. Fred's broadcasting from home. So I'm, here I am. I'm pulling a lance. I'm just doing it from home today for a couple of days. So uh, uh, hopefully I'll get uh, I'll get my test back tomorrow and, you know, I'll be negative and I can get back in studio. But uh, until then, we'll just uh, just have to do what we have to do. This, this has happened to you a couple times, and it's, it's happened to pretty much all of us at one point or another, so. Uh, except AJ, he's managed to dodge it. That's because I play it safe, Fred. By the way, my uh, <laughs> my juice delivery is here. The guy's downstairs finally. So uh, I, oh, I oh. yeah, I, I sent Charles down to get my juice delivery. What juice? Uh, I I my wife is not going to be in town for a few more days. So rather than try to feed myself for three days, I just decided to do a juice cleanse. From who? Uh, squeezed. Oh yeah. Have you tried them? Yeah, it's with me and my wife. How's it work out for you? Good. How many days do you do? I mean, after the first two, it's hard after the first two. Three's a little better by four. You're kind of used to it. That's I got four days. Four's a good, uh, it'll challenge you mentally because you're okay. going to be like, man, I'm hungry. But I'm brave. It's a, Are you doing like the hardcore vegetable one or the? No. Yeah, the other one's good. Yeah. I got some good juices. Yeah. Because you know me, I don't, I, you normally don't have a bunch of sugar. 
So right. that, like, but this is this is different. There's going to be a lot of sugar. There's in a it. lot of sugar, but what's funny is you'll lose like, uh, you know, you're gonna in the first two days you probably lose seven. I got from five to seven pounds. I got some of the spicy kind. Oh yeah, and uh, and then I got some like cashew milk or something like that. Cashew milk, you'll look at that as a that's your that's, that's my your dessert food, food. Yeah, okay. no, no, you're gonna be like because that one gets you filled up. Oh, that's, that's my like steak. 400 calories. Okay, that's yeah, like that's a potato. Steak. All right. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, I avoid it, Fred, because I'm safe. I'm not out there <laughs> licking uh, licking toilets in Beaumont like you were doing. You're not safe. <laughs> uh, I I did not lick uh, I did not lick toilets. Okay. I was I was safer than a lot of your people were. I'll just tell you that. Okay, hey, listen, I, that's what I've heard. I, I didn't go to any strip clubs. Well, that's good, James Harden. Good, <laughs> good to know that you weren't there, uh, Lance. I mean, this is this loss is probably the most embarrassing of the year because it was the it was a, the first time they lost to a team that is widely regarded as just garbage. You know, most of the garbage teams that they've played this year, they beat. They beat the Jags twice. They beat Hot the Lions. Kettle. kettle. Uh, yeah, right, but they, I mean, beat the Jags and the Lions. Yeah, there's your wins. Well, who and else? the Patriots, and the Patriots. So they beat right. they beat four teams who have no shot at the playoffs, who are already eliminated. And once the they beat the, the the worst team in football, they beat twice. Yeah, That's, and all of their losses, but one, have been to teams that have a shot at making the playoffs still. Hmm. So, and that was the Vikings, who. The Vikings are, they're not going to make the playoffs, but they're not total garbage. Depends uh, on which day you catch them. But this game, there's no, like, there's no positive spin on losing to the Bengals. No. Uh, especially the Bengals without Joe Burrow. Uh, I mean, it, without Joe Mixon. This is a, there's no way to, and then for Romeo Cornell to come out and say, we're coaching as well as we can, uh, that's alarming to me. That makes me think you don't want to be back next year at all. Well, he was also... He was asked coaches and players, and he said, we're coaching as well. I, I think that was his way of saying. It's those guys? Yeah. Because when I read through that, he also was asked about, you know, tell us about uh, the games that John Reed and Charlie Heck had. Well, young guys make a lot of mistakes. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and that's normal. And so, yeah. Well, it's weird because you would think, it's, I mean, you, you may see something different than I do. But Deshaun Watson, J.J. Watt, I think the two unquestioned leaders on this team, I don't think they've quit. I think they're out there still battling. They're still trying. Yeah. Like, you would think the younger guys, they would follow the lead of those two guys, and it seems like they're just not. You know, it's funny because um, when, when J.J. first came in, there was a little bit of a, um, a power struggle between he and Brian Cushing. I got this from people behind the scenes. That – John Cushing was no, not John. John wouldn't know, but um, the Cushing was you know kind of the alpha before JJ got in, and then JJ kind of wrested it away from him. And you know whatever that's that's fine. But you know uh, Jadavion Clowney really never followed JJ's lead. Like for whatever reason, a lot of the guys don't really follow JJ's lead, and I think it's a little it's a little strange. It's a little alarming. It either says that they think JJ's a phony. Or it speaks to their football character, one or the other. Um, I, here's here's my problem. I retweeted what J.J. Watt, his little rant, and I said, J.J.'s not lying. And a, and a couple of people, two or three people on Twitter, you know, one guy in particular said, made the point that, hey, I see all these guys out there still 
fighting hard. J.J. needs to look in the mirror. J.J. needs – you shouldn't do that about your teammates. And to my eye, there's guys still out there. They're playing hard and yada, yada, yada. And my point was – and another guy made a comment about J.J. You mean J.J., the guy who had three tackles and a pressure or something like that? Okay, for one, J.J.'s stat line is irrelevant. This is a three-time defensive player of the year. This is a guy who you never see take – Never see him take plays off yeah. at all. His stat line has nothing to do with his ability to make a leadership comment about a lack of effort in his building. That you should want that to happen if that needs to happen. You should want to get that rooted out of there, number one. Number two, another guy made a point about why it looks like everyone's playing hard to me, so I don't know why he's calling out his teammates. Listen, it's the worst run defense in the league. It is one of the worst pass defenses in the league, and you just got buried with over 500 yards of total offense by a backup quarterback in Brandon Allen. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't that adds up to you? That adds up as a good effort, as great effort? No, not on that side of the ball at least. That doesn't add up as great effort. 500. This is your game. You circle that. Hey, this is at least a get right game for yeah. us defensively. You know. At least we'll come up. We'll hold them team without twenty team without their starting quarterback, without their starting running back. Their number one receivers banged up. Right. I mean, it it was. It should be a get right game for you. And, I think it just speaks it to how bad this team is. And Lance, we went through this. I don't know how how closely you've dug through it, but if you take the last three drafts for the Texans, it's getting worse and worse. I mean, we. I, I don't know what I think of Titus Howard anymore. I, I don't know if uh, he's certainly not getting better. Uh, I, I'm not going to say he's he's not a player. He's not a guy that if I could redo things that I would say I'd use a first-round pick on it's, that guy. It's a big <clears> – I thought he was a second-round pick, but tackles get pushed up. It was a huge need. Everyone knew they were going to tackle. I was surprised they didn't draft uh, Taylor out of Florida, but I think there was some – I don't know. There may have been some concerns about the knee from what I understand. Uh, Juwan Taylor, the right tackle, who I thought was one of the best tackles in that draft. Um. So, when you look at that draft, though, but it was a need position. That's a huge year for – next year's a huge year for Titus Howard. I think he needs to come in lighter, and they're going to have a new offensive line coach, and whoever it is is really going to have to develop him because you do not want that to be a wasted draft pick after when four or even five years are up and he's walking. That's a big problem. Um, and if he is walking, it's just because. But you also he's do, good. you also don't want to pay him like you did Whitney Merciless. No, and say, no, no, well, no, 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 no. No, you got to know. Like you'll have a regular GM. You'll have people who really know what they're doing. Hopefully, um, but next year is a huge year for him because if he doesn't start to get better than what he is now, that's a that's a big concern. But when you look at the drafts, you know, two years ago, wow, J- Justin Reed. I mean, that's a. That's a really good pick. You only had a third-round pick, but that's a really good pick. Is it? And now it's like, oh, that's kind of changed this year. Yeah. Um, you had Kahali Waring, who I liked. He's finally showing up, but this is at the end of year two. We're right at the end of year two, Yeah. and he really struggles to learn things quickly. You've got, uh, you know, I won't go Charlie Heck yet. I'll get to him in a second. I, I, Xavier I, Crawford, six-rounder, is gone. Lonnie Johnson is terrible. A, a question Max about Sharping. him. Max Sharping has regressed. He was really – he was a huge bright spot last year, and this year has been a regression. I think he lost his confidence. Once again, whoever they get as offensive line coach is really going to have some work to do to reinstill confidence, fundamentals, technique, the whole nine yards. 
And then you look at, you know, Charlie Heck this year. He's way behind where he needs to be to be on the field. He has no business being on the field right now. Um, Blacklock can't hardly get on the field. Blacklock, they talked about, you know, th- there wasn't exactly – Romeo Cornell made a comment about he needs an entire offseason. Weightlifting, OTAs, like he spelled out exactly what an offseason was. And for him, it's a lot for Russ Blacklock to get to where he was. And Fred mentioned yesterday – or uh, yeah, yesterday, you would have thought – Whitney Mercer didn't play it. Oh, Jonathan Grenard, here's your chance to shine, bro. You're playing the Bengals. Yeah, and Grenard, I mean, listen, right now the draft over the last three years, it, it, it is – you, you to, don't have first and second round picks, it really makes – it really exacerbates misses in rounds two, three, yep. four, and sometimes And five. you have to go back to 2017, which was – the Watson Cunningham draft, and at this point, that's the that's all it was. That's the only two useful players yeah. you got in that I mean, draft. You have it. This is how you get. But this is why. Look at how bad their roster is relative to everyone else. They don't have a good roster, and the guys they have, they're way overpaying. Yeah. So this is how you, you have you to get, hit in the draft sometimes. Four, yeah. This is how you get four win season because you have because when you trade away a guy like DeAndre Hopkins who can cover up some warts. Um, you trade away Jadavion Clowney, and I'm not saying he needed to stay. I'm just saying when you don't replace him with core players, it's it's a mess. It's a mess. You've got nothing. You don't have guys on there. You have a bunch of replaceable players, and this is how it happens. Bad drafting. It ends up where you can't even fill a roster up with quality players. None. All right, that's Lance Zerline. Uh, hear him on the bench 7 to 11 most weeks, not this week. Uh He's he's vacationing in his office in there watching game film on the, who know God knows <laughs> Two what pit edge defenders and uh, quitty pay. Uh, Are you rewatching some of these bowl games already? No. Oh, from last year? No, I'm talking about. From oh this no, year. no, I don't have that tape yet. Yeah, and hit it. Yeah, I'll okay. get it. Yeah, oh, I, I mean, can't wait. for guys who haven't opted out. Yeah. All right, uh, Lance. Appreciate you coming in, man. We'll talk to you next week. Uh, I got to tell you guys about Allstate. Allstate windows and siding. And I can tell you now from experience because they came out to my house. They gave me a quote. They measured my windows. And they said, okay, well, we're going to get them custom made for you, buddy. They And a couple weeks later, boom, they come down, install my windows. And they look fantastic. I'm already saving tons on my electric bill. These windows are already paying for themselves. I'm telling you, it's a great deal. Plus, it, it, right now, you get 25% off all window packages uh, you get first responder discounts. You get uh, military discounts. You get a cash discount if you pay all up front. I, 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 these are all things I did because I was like, well, I'm going to make these things as cheap as possible. And now I, I am so glad I did it. Guys, you got to check them out. These windows made in Texas for the Texas elements. You're going to love it. 832-204-1936. That's 832-204-1936. You want the best rate? Call Allstate. Allstate. Windows and siding. Check them out online at allstatesidingandwindows.com. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. I don't know how I can explain that in a cooler and more doper fashion. Hey guys, it's AJ Hoffman. It's fall and we could all use a little awesome. Well, our friends at Bespoke Post has brand new seasonal box of awesome collections for guys. Guaranteed to upgrade your life. From style and grooming goods to barware, cooking tools, and outdoor gear, Box of Awesome has collections for every part of your life. Bespoke Post only sends guys the best stuff every month. No matter what you're into, Box of Awesome has you covered. 
Who wouldn't want awesome stuff sent to them every month, right? It's like Christmas on your doorstep. Whether it's gear to upgrade your autumn craft beers or cozy threads for when the temperature dips, no matter what you're into, Box of Awesome has you covered. To get started, take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. Your answers will help them to pick the right Box of Awesome for you. They release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories. It's free to sign up, and you can skip a month or cancel any time. Each box costs only 45 bucks, but has over $70 worth of gear inside. Get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code BLITZ at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, promo code BLITZ for 20% off your first box. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. Me, live from home, A.J. live in studio with Aaron as uh, uh, we recap everything that happened over the weekend on a Monday. And um, Good news, Fred. What's that? Drake won by seven. They get the cover. Ah, ah okay. Uh, You're supposed to be okay. more excited than that. I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't play that because I wasn't <laughs> paying attention to you. So there. Hey, I. Uh, uh, I've got a. I saw this thing on. Um, on on Twitter, and I'm sure. I, I'm sure you've got some of these. Are there restaurants that you thought? What restaurant did you think was nice as a kid? But when you came, when you became an adult, you realized it wasn't that good. Do you have one of those? Oh. I probably have a few of those because, like, when you're young, you think everything's great, right? It's like, oh, Shakey's Pizza. Right. Uh, uh, Casa Olay. You know, you, you think, and then you get older and you realize, ah, eh, that's pretty that's much terrible. Dark. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right, what's your- mine, I, Red Lobster is up there for sure. Uh, Olive Garden is up there for sure. And yeah. Black Eyed Pea. Like I used to think, Black Eyed Pea was basically a steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they had me fooled, man. Yeah, that's uh, that that definitely is one that I guess there's not any Black Eyed Peas around anymore. Though, I don't think they it. exist anymore. But Ca- Casa yeah. Olay is another good one because I I do remember going into Casa Olay like, oh yeah. Uh, what's the what um the is there like a spaghetti a spaghetti factory or something like that? Or pastas, I, I don't know. There was something like that that I was like, "Oh, it is a nice place," and it's garbage too. Well, there I was mean, a spaghetti warehouse downtown that was terrific. No, that, it wasn't that. It was like a chain. I, I mean, uh, I don't know. It's, it, but uh, all those, any Italian chain you think is great when you're a kid because it, you know they've got spaghetti, and when you're a kid, you think spaghetti's like a nice meal. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. And then now, I, when I you get old, spaghetti that. factory. The old spaghetti factory. Maybe that's what. No, no, I don't think that's what I'm thinking of, though. I think there's some pasta, something or another that I'm like, eh, maybe, maybe I don't know. But whatever. It, it's 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 beside the point because all all Italian restaurants are nice when you're a kid, and they're certainly not when you get older. Uh, once you realize that, oh, like spaghetti costs like two bucks to make. It, 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 well, maybe it's not as nice of a meal as you thought it was. <laughs> Somebody on Twitch mentioned chilies. That's another one. I never thought Chili's was good. I would get mad yeah. when my parents would take me to Chili's. I, I, I was never a Chili's fan, but it, it was like, okay, my parents acted like it was a treat to go. And 
after a while you realize, man, this place just isn't very good. I'll give you uh, one that I like to go to. My, I would I would ask my parents to take me to this place, and I even ate at this place for a couple years when I was poor, like when I was in the army and stuff. And now I I, I we've got no interest in it. But TGI Fridays, I would mess with. Like I like TGI Fridays, and I thought I thought they had some good drinks. Uh, you know, I liked. I thought they had a good Philly cheesesteak. Now I realize it's just like a little bit nicer Applebee's. Like, yeah, that's what TGI Fridays is. It's, I mean, it's Applebee's with a little bit better food. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that one because that was next on my list. Oh, I've never thought Applebee's was good. I would no, get- not not Applebee's. Uh, TGI Fridays. Oh, okay, okay. Because I was, I liked it, and then after a while, you realize, you know, this is just sexy bar food. Yeah, as a kid, I knew. I even as a kid, I knew Applebee's was trash. There's still people oh, who yeah. swear by Applebee's. I don't understand them. They're probably serial murderers. Like I can't imagine Applebee's a normal a Applebee's normal functioning human who's like, you know what I really like? Applebee's. Like that's crazy to me. And it's not like it's fast food, so they like you have to make a, a concerted effort, like you have to go inside the restaurant. Who does that? Who picks that restaurant? It's crazy to me. Yeah, that one I don't get at all. So uh but you know, part of it's just getting older and, and experiencing new places because like I, there's places I used to go that I thought was good Mexican food, and then you move up here, and you've got El Tiempo and Nipas and stuff like that, and you're like, ah, why did I ever think that was good Mexican? <laughs> exactly. Food? Yeah, so, because it probably wasn't. No, but it was all I had. Yeah, and, and when uh, uh, t- uh, enchiladas, much like uh, much like spaghetti, when you're a kid, enchiladas just they're delicious. It's just wherever they come from. Oh, somebody brought up a good one, Bennigan's. Uh, yeah, Bennigan's was, uh, was kind of up there around that. They were they were almost. I mean, I think Bennigan's is kind of like a TGI Fridays. Uh, I think it's a very similar concept, isn't it? They just change the colors yeah. around from red to green, and it's like, oh, now look at us. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> but that that one, uh, yeah, that's that's an interesting topic because uh, uh, somebody on Twitter brought up steak and ale. Ooh. That. That was a place that we all thought was, you know, that was like, we go in Sizzler. You know, that was a big deal to go to Steak and Ale. Yeah. And uh, Lamont said Golden Corral. Getting a lot of Golden Corrals and a lot of Cracker Barrel. A lot of people liked Ryan's. uh, Shoney's, I've seen a couple people mention. Yeah. Any place that, like, and no offense to these places, but any place where, like, your big selling point is your breakfast. You probably ain't that good of a restaurant, okay? Yeah. At least Waffle House, they let you know up front, listen, this ain't a good place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I hop, you know. Enter at your own risk. Yeah. But I still do I still do get a hankering for Waffle House every once in a while. The smothered, covered, yeah, chopped, I, you know. You'll laugh at this, but and, and I do it in Vegas sometimes, but every now and then I like to go to Denny's for breakfast. Yep, not me. I'm, yeah, a, I'm mean, out on uh, Denny's. Uh, but it's pretty rare. I, the, I I go to the one on the Strip because it's always right next to our hotel. Yeah. But, you know, it's in, it, you know, eggs and sausage. I mean, it's I'm hard also to screw less, that up. I'm less of a breakfast guy than, than most people, I think. Everybody's, oh, I love breakfast. I don't really like breakfast food that much. I'll eat it. But I, I don't like, I certainly don't wake up, you know, every morning and go, oh, I can't wait to have breakfast today. Normally, I don't eat breakfast. On the weekends, if breakfast if breakfast gets cooked at my house, maybe I'll eat some. I probably eat breakfast items for dinner 
more often than I eat them at breakfast time. Like I'll, my wife sometimes she'll say we're having breakfast for dinner and she'll make, she'll fry me some eggs and bacon. Uh, but I, I don't. I, I'm not a real breakfast person. I don't think that's. Uh, I don't think that's awful. But you have that uh, one place on. Uh, I guess it's kind of down the strip a little bit in Vegas that you love. What is that place oh, called? Peppermill. Yeah, yeah. Peppermill. They have a good but breakfast. That's, that's a that's a more of a high end place. And I've never actually been there for dinner, which I need to do. Yeah, I've got no uh, interest in going there for dinner. I've been there for breakfast. A high a high end place is that's questionable. It's like a high it's a, a higher end than Denny's certainly. Well, yeah, but it's also it's more famous because of what it is. I yes, mean, there's so many movies shot there, so it's 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 a, a touristy place. But I I love their their breakfast. There's just no way I can eat one of those omelets by myself. I mean that that the omelets they have there fill an entire giant plate and they're great but yeah i, I could do about a fourth of that is that why so. is that why you uh your contact trace now because you shared a wa- uh, an omelet with someone well I, that would have been great if i had been in vegas i mean it's just it, uh, they say it's a 10-month intubation period <laughs> so. yeah yeah uh no no i uh i probably shared one with a couple of hookers but you know that's uh get some outback steakhouse that's a good one because you do when you're a kid you do think Ooh. Outback Steakhouse is a nice place. It's like oh, it's, yeah. it's not oh, yeah. super well lit. Like they always keep it kind of dark, that, that, and that makes you think it's fancy. Because like when you go to a nice restaurant now, it's dimly lit. But then you know you're an adult and you realize Outback isn't very good. But the, uh, uh, those but I, the, I mean, the blooming onion is still delicious no matter what age you are. But you, so much of it though, it it really is just getting an opportunity to try other stuff, and, and we're fortunate in this city. We've got some great, uh, some great restaurants that, you know, if you're going to go somewhere and, and get a certain dish, that's that's the place you're going to go, right? You're not going to go to, you're not going to go to these places anymore unless you got five kids to feed and it's expensive. God, Gary and said, why kids? Gary said ponchos. Oh, I've only eaten ponchos once, and it didn't go well. I threw up before I even got home. My brother also threw up before he got home. I had to pull over on the freeway. So he could throw up on the side of the road. Thanks, Ponchos. Yeah, that was that was that was so funny. You guys <laughs> came in to to do the show that day, and your brother was with you, and you both just looked so freaking sick. Yeah, and you had to bring in when you had to bring the trash can over. Yes, it was a nightmare. Think, we'll finish it. <laughs> I think you guys can leave. All right, let's take a very quick break. We come back. I got a gym of the day from Florida for you. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. Let's go out with a bang. bang, bang, bang. Here we go. ESPN 97.5. Still Snoop Dogg and D.I. Guess who's back? This is the Blitz. On ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on the Blitz. And just a quick follow-up on what we were talking about. The one place that I used to go as a kid that I haven't been back to because I don't want to ruin my image of it (laughs) was Mario's Flying Pizza in Galveston. Growing up, that was like the greatest pizza. And I haven't been back... Really, since I was in my 20s, because if I go back and it sucks, it's going to ruin my childhood. Well, 
All right. Yeah, I mean, what if it's great? <laughs> uh, then I'll be driving to Galveston tomorrow. I went to. Uh, I know they they moved. It. There there was a place in Sweeney called Dairy Mart, and I mean it wasn't like a fancy place, but it was it was like a uh, basically a, a mom and pop Sonic, and they had badass ice cream and and really good burgers. And one of the first things I did when I moved back to Houston was drive down to Sweeney and go to Dairy Mart. I've probably been there three times, four times since I moved back here. And it's not as good as I remembered, but there is something nostalgic about being in the little dinky building. And, and you know, it, it's it, it's good, man. It didn't ruin it for me. Uh, although I, I do remember the food being better when I was a kid. But I think that's any food like it. Uh, you you right. always remember like I can't tell you how many meals that I've had with my my son who's now thirteen in the last five years where he said Dad this is the best meal I've ever had I, I mean that's you when you're a kid you think every meal is the best meal you've ever had yeah I, it's it's like to bring it back to sports it's like who your favorite athlete is when yes. you're twelve years old yes they're the greatest ever right that's uh, your all right let's. Yeah, let's do the uh, Zadok Jewelers Gym of the Day. The Gym of the Day. It's the Gym of the Day. The Zadok Jeweler Gym of the Day. We go to Tampa, Florida, where a man was arrested after uh, he allegedly was throwing things at other cars. Apparently, he must have had a bad round on the golf course because he was throwing golf clubs from his van at other cars. And uh, then, when they pull him over, he assaults a trooper, and they had to use a stun gun on him. Uh, he, he received a complaint of the driver heading northbound on I-75, throwing golf clubs from his work van uh, near the Sun City Boulevard exit. When a trooper caught up with him, uh, the driver, later later identified as Jonathan Edward Day, got out of the van clutching a golf club. And a uh, dash cam from the officer shows as uh, that uh, he was heard several times yelling for the driver to exit and put his golf clubs down. <laughs> and as he tries to get him to the ground, the driver tries to flee. The driver then struck the trooper with a fist and pulled his uniform and radio. That's when he used his taser to subdue him. Not wise, uh, guys. He was charged with battery on a law enforcement officer, resisting arrest with violence, throwing a deadly missile from his vehicle. What, as that's, well a, as that's a charge? Throwing a deadly missile? <laughs> yes. Wow. Yes. Well, you think about it. If a car is going 60 miles an hour and a golf club goes through your windshield, that could be deadly. I guess so. Uh, Shocker also charged with possession of marijuana and drug paraphernalia. Well, that'll uh, that'll get it there. Good for him. And that is your, yeah, that is your Zadok Jewelers Gym of the Day. The Gym of the Day. It's the Gym of the Day. The Zadok Jewelers Gym of the Day. So, uh, somebody was asking earlier about if we watched any TV shows. I actually haven't been watching much because... I've been working on this. I've been working on the project, and uh, I did binge watch Letter Kenny this weekend, which uh, it was. It was good. I don't think it was good as season eight, but it was really good. Uh, Aaron, have you had a chance to watch it yet? 
I have not. The wife works until midnight every day this week, all the way until uh, Friday. So my plan is I get about two hours every night. So I'm going to zip through it in the next couple nights. Yeah, I mean, there's only uh, seven episodes and they're only 30 minutes. So it oh, yeah, take I'll long. have it done by Wednesday or Thursday yeah. at the latest. But, uh, but it was it was fun. It's just, I mean, that, that show, uh, there's, a, there's a lot of... Uh, comedic name play on it but uh i did not watch wonder woman i do not hear good reviews i had for some reason i watched I was it trying yeah you want my review yeah garbage i like uh, that, that's what i'm hearing uh, listen if there's uh if this movie is going to empower women here's how it should empower them it should it should make women it should give them a a burning desire to go out and make a better movie than Wonder Woman 1984. Like that that should be what it does for you. It shouldn't make you think you can like fly and and you know beat up all the bad guys, stop bullets. It should make you think you could be a better filmmaker. I, I there's a, I promise you there are there are young girls out there right now who can make a better movie than Wonder Woman 84 and I hope that this leads them to do it. Terrible. Yeah, I I had uh, I have HBO Max. But I was trying to sign on to it, and it kept sending me to an AT&T sign-in. And I have no idea what my AT&T sign-in is, so I never could link it. And then enough people told me that it was awful not to bother. I mean, I it's, basically, watched- it's basically Aladdin is, is what it is. It, it's, it's, it's a terrible plot. It, it's just it's stupid. It's, it's just not good. Warner Brothers is rushing to throw money to make a third one. I know. They're the like, same director. They're like, oh, great, great positive reaction. We're going to make Wonder Woman 3 now. It's like, dude. This isn't good. It, the, 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 I didn't even th- listen. The first one wasn't. It wasn't awful by any means, but people no, acted it, like it was the best superhero movie they'd ever seen, and I was like, "Stop it! You're just saying that because it's a woman." Like this is right. a. It's a. It's a good movie. It wasn't great. They 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 treat Wonder Woman, the original Wonder Woman, like it's the Godfather. Oh, it's the best of the superhero movies. Stop it! It was a good. It was fine. It was an okay movie. For DC, it was it was pretty good. This movie was trash. It was bad. So there there's no saving it. Like you can't tell me that they need a Wonder Woman. Th- I don't need it. I don't need it. The only the only thing they got right with this Wonder Woman is the casting. The lady is a good. She's a she's good for at Wonder Woman and she's hot. She's nice to look at. But they could have her in some better costumes, some sexier getups. I'll tell you that. They could make the movie not happen in winter, so she's not wearing a coat the whole movie. Who wants to see that? boring well uh, I, one confusing thing i saw chris pine in the previews uh spoiler alert from the first movie didn't he die he did and okay. he's he's dead in this movie too technically oh boy yeah uh, it, yeah uh. it's, it's add another thing to the stupid it, uh, it's it's a stupid movie <sighs> sorry friend all right yeah i mean i know well, I saw- you're gonna watch it anyway yeah, I'm going to, and but I, I've at least my expectations are so low now that if it only partially sucks, I'll be like, yeah, it wasn't so bad. So the problem is when people tell me something's so great, and I watch it, and it's like, it's okay. Dude, like that Wonder was Woman. that was the original Wonder Woman for me, right? It's like right. this is the it's best like, thing I've ever seen. Oh, okay, I better go watch it. What did I miss? Like the the end credits or something? Did something awesome happen that I just missed? <sighs> Well, uh, I, I saw you watch something else that I would have warned you off. Oh, uh, that you tweeted I did. out about the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Yes, 
That is the worst piece of bleep ever. Like, you think, oh, the Coen Brothers, Western, this has got to be pretty good, right? Wrong. It is awful. I don't like the... I. And there are people like, I thought it was genius. You're only saying that because the Coen Brothers made it. If, like, some random dude, if Michael Bay made that movie, you'd be pissed. Like, so don't try to be smarter than the room and say Buster Scruggs was a great film. It was trash. Well, and it, it was... Each little story was worse than the one before. Yes. It, it kind of started off funny, and then... The next one was bad. The next one, it was a good cast, but it was, uh, and, it, and the acting was good in it. But yeah, the, I mean, the stories were terrible, and there was like there was really no payoff to a lot of them. Right, right. They were just oh, here's a story. Uh, um, I yeah, I like watched that. it. I watched it a couple months ago, and it was. Oh, I thought you were going to say uh, I watched it a couple times. I was like, what? No, no, no. But um, you know, I, I got to be honest. Hail Caesar wasn't very good either, and I didn't watch you know, I that. Love, I love the Coen Brothers. Well, don't watch it because, again, great cast, some good acting, but just from a story perspective, it's like what the hell? I mean, it, it just and usually these guys are so brilliant. You want to give them the benefit of the doubt. That's why people say, "Oh, I thought it was genius." It's like, um, no, it really wasn't. You know, hey, sometimes Deshaun Watson plays a bad game too. It happens. Yep. But, um, yeah, when, when you tweeted that out, I was like, man, I, I wish you'd asked about that one. Thanks a lot. Because <laughs> I thought the same thing. I thought, hey, man, Coen Brothers Western, how bad yeah. could it be? Pretty damn bad is he. I had a feeling about five minutes in that this it was stupid. And at that time, I didn't even realize it was like a series of vignettes. I thought it was yeah. just one long movie. And about five minutes into it, I was like, oh, boy, I don't know if I'm here for this. Well, especially with all the singing and everything at the start, and I'm kind of like, oh, yeah, this is kind of funny, sort of, you know? And then uh-huh. just once it got into the the actor kid and the chickens, it was like, oh, this is just dumb. All right, quick break. Speaking of dumb, we'll have dumbasses when we return. It is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. Tragic this way. I never could believe what I became. I Is the Blitz. Oh, that sounds great. On ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. One last segment to go. can't believe I'm going to make it through this. Remember I was saying I was 95% certain I was okay? Yeah, maybe not. I'm, I'm down to about 80. Oh, 80%. no. Yeah, well, I, I, I mean, I had to go take some, uh, I had to go grab some hauls because I was coughing so much. And right now I'm just, I'm just tired, so. I, I hope it's nothing. You know. Anyway, uh, let's do a dumbass report. All right, let's start with uh, let's start with Florida man. He was arrested, and here's why: they were searching his car for drugs. They said, "Sir, please step out of the vehicle and uh, 
canine said there's drugs in the car, and they he said, listen, man, you can check my car if you want. And uh, they checked his car, and then they patted him down, and then they asked him to widen his stance. And once he widened his stance, Fred, two bags of methamphetamines oh. fell out. Oh. Dumbass. There's no, uh, no word on what was on them when they fell out or if the officer touched them with his bare hand. I don't know. But two, two bags of methamphetamine. And uh, he says it was two ounces of molly. Uh, the drugs tested positive for amphetamines. 58 and a half grams. Holton was charged with trafficking in amphetamines. Not wise, guys. I um, guess you could say that's a slippery slope. That is a slippery slope down a dark and dirty road. Uh, Merville Rushton. He bought a uh, property that he was pretty excited about. Uh, it's 5.3 acres of land on a, on a, a beautiful lake, a large community uh, center, and um, he, he got this place for 10K in Nova Scotia. Sounds like a good deal, right? Yeah. Five acres in Nova Scotia. Yeah. Except this place became famous because it formed a gigantic sinkhole in 2018. He said, nobody wanted it, so I bid on it. It was a good deal. Uh, But, yeah, I've got it. He got it for 10K. Says he's happy to take the risk. And uh, it's a beautiful property. It's a sin to to let it go to waste. Uh, He plans on building a large home there. It's a crap. I don't know if this. We'll be reading about that guy being buried alive. Yeah. Um. Extensive seismic and electrical resistivity testing on the prospect led to, led to um, the Lions Club permanently, close, permanently closing the site because of the areas of instability detected underground. But this guy's company specializes in relocating buildings, and he was called he was called in to see the cost of moving the uh, the headquarters, and then they decided to sell it, so he bought it. Uh, but he he says he's he's going to turn in uh, he's going to move onto the property himself, build a nice home. And he's going to hang his hat there. Um, and he and his hat will be uh, six feet under in no time. And when we talk a sinkhole, I don't know if you've seen this sinkhole in Oxford, Nova Scotia. Like, it swallowed trees, a parking lot. I mean, it was, this is a real sinkhole, not like a pothole on, on you know, uh, on Richmond. Richmond. This is the real right. deal, buddy. This ain't no dairy. This is like a dairy Ashford sized sinkhole. Real deal, Bubba. Uh, and finally... This is my, one of my favorite stories I've seen in a while, and this may run a little long. You can kill the music. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a little reading here. Uh, this, this gal on Twitter named Gwen Adora, who is apparently an OnlyFans, uh, empl- like a, I don't want to say an employee. She's a model. She, she's a model. She's a sex worker. All right. I mean, she doesn't do it, but she gets paid to get naked. Good for her. Um, somebody tweeted her and sent her an offer in the DMs. She said, hi, quick question. I don't see a ring on your finger, so I figured I would shoot this at you and see how you feel about it. I live in Texas. It's where I'm stationed at. I'm at Fort Hood Army Base. I'll be here till 2023, then probably Hawaii for a few years. I just got out of a really bad marriage, and I'm in the Army. So since there are so many benefits of being married in the Army, I figured I'd offer you a business proposal. There's a thing called a contract marriage where two people make a deal to get married, but it's not a real marriage. I give you all the the facts, perks, benefits, and you tell me if it's something you would like to think about. First thing, 
I'll say when you're married to someone in the army, you don't pay for any insurance. That sounds like a good deal. That yeah. includes dental, eye, body, OBGYN, and every other type of insurance. Also, as my pretend wife, if I die, you get my $400,000 life insurance policy all to yourself. That's a good deal, too. Yeah. Also, you'll get my last month's paycheck. Uh, the Army gives a married couple a basic housing allowance, which is eleven forty nine a month. And there's a basic allowance for substance. It's three seventy five a month on top of my own pay that I would get married or not married. Also, if you decide to live on base, they give us a house and free trash pickup, and it's on a safe, gated base. You get a military-dependent ID to get you on and off post. The best benefit is the Army gives you two free elective surgeries. This ranges from laser eye surgery to breast and butt lifts. As my wife, you get the same military benefits as I do, as well as discounts. So I figured we get a two-bedroom apartment off post for like 600 to 800 and then the rest of the 349 I let you have and the BAS 375, I let you have 200, and I keep 175. The part I want from this deal, I want to be able to bleep you at least minimum three times a day. I want to be able to make content with you for your OnlyFans. I want to be able to give you bleep as much as I want to. I also want you to give me bleep. I want to shower together, sleep in the bed together. I want to be sexually satisfied 24-7. If you have a boyfriend, he can live in the house too. Since we're not really married, he just has to get a job. He and I will support you, and you just have to buy sexy outfits. I'll take your pictures for your OnlyFans to get a few cameras and set up a, uh, a room that we can bleep in and make amazing videos. I don't want to be real married or have kids, not ever, so we can do this as long as you like. And if you want to stay my fake wife when I go to Hawaii, then you could come. You don't have to be faithful to me. You just have to bleep me and make sure I'm sexually satisfied all the time. So you think about it and let me know. You have a few months to think about it because I'm currently deployed. I'll be back in August. If you say no, I understand. I will just ask the next person until I get someone that says yes. Is that a proposal? Don't put us in. I kind of like it. I mean, it, it sounds like a good deal. Yeah, she said, uh, look at this lucrative offer to be pimped out by a member of the U.S. military. I'm so lucky. What's the most lucrative, uh, the, the best part of this offer? Two free elective surgeries? Finding a two-bedroom apartment for 600 bucks, Or only $200 a day to satisfy this random man 24-7? I mean, that's pretty good. It seems like a good deal. It's funny because when I was in the military, when I was like 17, 18, and I saw all the all the benefits that the, the married guys were getting. They didn't have to live in the barracks. I called my girlfriend back home. I was like, hey, I don't know if you're down for this, but maybe it's a good idea if we get married after all. Uh, and we th- thank God we didn't. Boy, what a disaster that would have been. That would have been a Fred marriage. Not but, wise, guys. <laughs> but I definitely gave it some thought because there are some benefits to it. You know what? I, I, bet, you, I bet you there'll be a bunch of OnlyFans chicks who jump on that. Well, I mean, we'll listen. It's, uh, I mean... Now that he's she's made it public, can he get busted by the army because that's fraud? Uh, I don't think so. I think I mean because all he's got to do is I mean if he if he signs a contract and actually marries her, which means that like she could divorce him and take half his stuff. Like he's putting himself out there a little bit, which is what I would do if I was this OnlyFans chick. Although he probably doesn't have anything. I mean he's talking about a six hundred dollar two bedroom apartment. If I'm some hot yeah. model chick, I'm not looking to live that live that life. Oh, you'll get me a two-bedroom apartment? Oh, I'll totally do that. Franz just got me a Ferrari. <laughs> For real. She's probably making his yearly salary on OnlyFans in two weeks. I, I, I think yeah. she'll be okay. Probably so, but I bet you there's a uh, 
an up and comer OnlyFans who isn't making much money. That maybe so. But Gwen, it's, up, it's out there. Gwen Adora has uh, sixteen thousand Twitter followers, and she's she's a, a big girl. He's looking for a type, I think. She's very very large. Oh, wow. Uh, Buffalo Bill was looking for that too. So. <laughs> she calls herself your brother. big milky mama girlfriend. Oh, Bye, boy. fat femme, selective slut, porn maker. Oh, God. Join the Gwen Pyre. Oh, that's uh, hey, to what whatever you're into, it's all good. That's gonna wrap it up for a uh, Monday. We will uh, we'll we'll still be sportsy tomorrow, but maybe we'll mix it up a little bit. We had a, a lot of sports to get to today. There is a, a game tonight. We'll be uh, chatting about the playoffs. Will be a little more set. So I uh, uh, hope everybody has a great great evening. Great job, Aaron. Great job, AJ. I I hung in there. I'll give myself a uh I don't know a Texan. Uh, until tomorrow, stay sporty, bitches. Your home for sports is ESPN 97.5.